Hi, this is Boss here from thechrisvossshow.com, thechrisvossshow.com. Hey, we appreciate you guys tuning in, and of course, we uh, always have the best podcast guests for you, so we're excited to bring you our show today. Be sure to go to youtube.com, Voss, hit that bell notification button so you get all the notifications of all the great podcasts we're doing. You can, of course, go to thechrisvossshow.com, or you can see seven of the different podcasts we have across the Chris Voss podcast network by going to the cvpn.com or the chris boss show or the chris boss podcast network.com there's just too many sites with chris boss and what can you do anyway i appreciate you guys tuning in and subscribing to the show so be sure to tell your friends neighbors relatives and all that good stuff today we have the ceo david baskovich of milio and uh this is a photo app management software and he's with us today to tell us more about him and his company and what he does. Welcome to the show, David. How are you? I'm great. How about you? Awesome. Awesome sauce. So, uh, I, uh, Milio, your company has been around for a long time because I actually logged in to check it and do some research on the show and found that I actually have an account from 2014. Wow. Yeah. I think I saw you guys when you first launched, probably back in the day, because back then I was I was uh, doing a lot of reviewing and, and all that sort of good stuff of, of sites and things. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got this started or what brought you here, and uh, let's talk about your company. Okay. Well, talk about a long time. Uh, I started writing software in 66. Now that's 1966, not 1866, but it's still a long time ago. And I wrote one of the first three email systems in the world in 1971. Um, and then, uh, you know, did my own startup. And then I went to work for a company called 3Com with a guy named Bob Metcalf who invented, yeah. invented local area networking. Uh, and then in 1986, which is still a long time ago, I joined Microsoft. Mm -hmm. uh, and I love to build new businesses. So when I joined Microsoft, somewhat to my surprise, I got asked to uh, create the US marketing department. And so I launched Windows 3.0 in the Windows office. Uh, then I started the consulting group and then I decided that Microsoft could uh, go after big companies. So I started the enterprise business, which in the beginning was just me. Mm -hmm. And So I ran that for about eight years and at the end of the eight years, I had about 3,500 people working for me and discovered even though the organization ran well, uh, I didn't like running a big organization. Mm -hmm. So um, did a couple of other things, worked directly with Bill as uh, chief technical officer for eight years and then left Microsoft about a year after Bill did in 2009. And then in 2012, which I guess is a long time ago, just not compared to those other long times ago, uh, I started Milio, and the reason, I'll just go a little bit further, even though you haven't asked me, um, the reason I started Milio was because I wanted to change the way the world remembers. So it's, it's not just about photographs, it's about um, all my memories going back to when my mother was born. So my Milio goes back to 1923. So I'll stop there and let you ask me some more questions. That's awesome. So you worked with Bill Gates at Microsoft. Yep. And uh, uh, yeah, you bring back memories of uh, Windows 2.0. I was uh, back in the day, of course, uh, in computers when they first came out. I, in fact, I remember how exciting it was to go to 300 from 300 baud all the way up to 
think it was like 1200 or something like that. Yep. Um, I always tell people my stories about how the time I, I was so excited. I went out and bought a 300 megabyte brick hard drive that had just barely come to market for the first time. And people always correct me and they go, do you mean gigabyte? I'm like, no, 300 megabyte. Yeah. Well, the first computer that I programmed on had an enormous hard drive that was 10 megabytes. Wow. That was a mainframe. Yeah. That was the mainframe. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, man. We, we've come a long way, baby. We've come yeah. a long way. So, so you've got a, an extensive experience in um, computing, doing all this sort of stuff. And when you started Milo, what, what, what year did you start Milo exactly? Milo. 2012. And then, uh, so basically you saw a space where people needed uh, photo management software. And you saw it was a thing that could take and um, do all that and everything. Um, what what uh, what makes you guys different than a lot of other say photo, photo management software companies out there? Well, one one thing that makes us different is uh, we don't depend on the cloud. You can use the cloud if you want to, but you don't have to. Nobody mm -hmm. else does that anymore. So that's one big difference. Another uh, thing that makes us different is today we do photos and videos, but we're in the process of starting to do documents as well. So when I carry around my iPad or my phone or my computer, I have all my memories on it. That's all my photos, all my videos, but also every presentation I've ever done, every Word document I've ever written, it's all there at my fingertips all the time. So that's another thing that makes us different. Uh, another thing that makes us different is to focus on memories. You know, we're not just focused on, here's a place you can put all your pictures and get them back. This is about the structure of your life. So, you know, when I think about, um, like, my father died in a plane crash in 1966. Mm -hmm. I never used to be able to remember when it was. But when I look in my life calendar, it shows me events going back to 1923 when my mother was born. And for that particular year, there's a headline picture, and it's from the crash. But when I look in the event, which is the crash, I not only see photographs, I see, okay, so this is interesting. So... My sister, who lives in Toronto, completely non-technical. So about a year ago, she got an email from the Boeing engineer who was dispatched to the crash site. Wow. It was his trip report from 1966. Holy crap. So I got this trip report. I'm sitting in a meeting, and it, you know, I'm busy, and I see it come in in my inbox. And with three keystrokes, I send it to my Milio. Now, I sent it to my Milio on my computer, and then I forgot about it because I was busy. Now I'm on an airplane, the airplane has no internet connection, and I don't have that computer with me, it's a desktop computer. It doesn't matter, all of my Milio devices talk to each other, and everything one sees, the other ones get to see automatically. So I happen to have an iPad, and I say, wait, I wonder, and you know, the document was already titled and dated and all that, so I go back to the event in 1966, and there's a new thing in there, it's the PDF document, and a couple of minutes later, I'm reading the, the uh, trip report. Wow. And the, guy in, and then the guy in the plane next to me is wondering why I'm in tears. Wow. That's, that's, that's a heck of a story. It's amazing how these different pictures formulate the true whole story of what we do. Can you give people who are familiar with, uh, with, your, with your company like a broad overview of what, what you would uh, say it does? Yeah. So the easiest way to explain it is um, let's start with photographs. The reason we started with photographs is that 
like when a house burns down, the thing people always run back in to get out is the pictures. Because those photographs are the closest thing we have to our memories and they remind us of things. And if we lose them, they're gone. So, and then the other thing we know is true is if somebody has a big hard drive, let's say over 500 gigabytes, which these days isn't that big a drive, 90% of the data, and I know this from instrumentation, 90% of the data will be photographs. It could be videos as well, but it won't be anything else. Like, you know, email messages don't take any space, documents don't take any space. So, and we know that in the base of 1.3 billion computer users, personal computer users, 500,000 of them have over a terabyte of data. It's all photographs. So the reason we started with photographs is we thought if we could help people manage and organize their photographs better, that would be a real running start at organizing the memories of a lifetime. So that's what we did. So mm -hmm. we started in uh, 2012 and we made a couple of counter cyclical bets. So like this was going against the received wisdom. So in 2012, everybody else in the world said, the first thing you do is you put everything in the cloud. Okay, and then the second thing, this is a little bit technical, is there was a big bet against databases. There was a movement called NoSQL. Most of your, maybe most of your listeners will or won't follow that. But we decided we were going to go in the opposite direction. We said, you know, um, smartphones are getting more and more capable. Like Samsung just announced the Galaxy S10. And one of the more interesting parts of that announcement is you can now buy uh, Samsung Galaxy S10 with a terabyte of storage, <laughs> a terabyte of storage. Okay, I got one of the new iPads, the 11-inch iPad in October. It also had a terabyte of storage. So, you know, here's the thing. Yes, there's a lot of storage in the cloud, but we have a lot of storage kind of in the palm of our hand. We have a supercomputer with us all the time. And so we thought, wouldn't it be cool if you could have all your memories on all your devices and they could all talk to each other whenever they saw each other, but everything would still work the rest of the time. So what's the rest of the time? You're on a cruise ship, you're in an airplane that doesn't have Wi-Fi, uh, you're in a, a city like New York where there's AT&T and you know, other carriers, but data doesn't work very well, and it doesn't really matter because that supercomputer in your hand has all your memories and you have complete access to them. So that was the bet that we made. And it turned out, that building this was much harder than we thought. So we kind of introduced it to the world in 2014. And then we've been dark and silent since then. And we're re-emerging from that darkness and silence as of New Year this year. And one of the things that's happening is Seagate now makes available a version of Mylia with every, every one of the new drives they ship. So they're going to ship 10 million of those a year. And 10 million people will have a chance, will, will get introduced to Mylio. And we'll have a chance to get basically a version that would otherwise cost them $50 for free for the first year. But so what makes us different? I'm, I'm going to come at this another way. So I think there are sort of three categories of people in the world who have photos. Okay, there's a fourth category. There are a lot of people who don't take photos, don't have photos, don't care. But let's say there's at least two or three billion people who take photos all the time, particularly since phones take such good photos. So at the low end is a category of users, because a lot of your listeners are going to say, well, why don't I just use Google Photos? Or 
I have an iPhone and a Mac and an iPad, and by flipping a single switch, I can use iCloud Photo Library. Why don't I just do that? And it depends on what your needs are. If you want to have everything done for you, if you don't want to have any control over the organization of your memories, uh, and if you don't have a camera, if those three things are true, I encourage you to use Google Photos or iCloud Photo Library. They're both fantastic products, and we actually can't compete with them in terms of simplicity and ease of use. Like the simplicity and ease of use of iCloud Photo Library is you flip that switch and you're done. Yeah. Your pictures are in, you have to pay for the Apple Cloud Storage, but your picture, you're done. And, you know, even if you buy an Android phone or even an iPhone and you just install Google Photos, which will come on the, uh, on the Android phone, but you have to install it on the Apple phone, you're also done. All your pictures are there in the cloud. They're not going to get lost. Now, there's a separate issue about privacy and security that I'll get to in a minute. But for simplicity and ease of use, I really recommend those solutions. Then at the high end, there are people who take pictures and spend forever working on them, and they use Adobe products. So they use Lightroom and they use Photoshop. But there are a lot of people in the middle, like, you know, the uh, couple who just got married and they're about to have a child and they bought a camera because they want to get better pictures. And yes, they take most of their pictures with their phone, but they also take pictures with their camera. And they want to have a little bit of control over the organization of those pictures. They make books, they create posters, they create um, birthday party cards. And so when they look at the Adobe products, they're too complicated. I mean, they're great products, but they're, you know, of the 7 billion people in the world, there are about 6 million Adobe customers. And you can work that out as a percent. It's a good business. But they want, you know, like in, in the Google world, you can't use folders. Uh, you can't use keywords. There's just a lot of things you can't do. So what we do is we give you a way of having a little more control over the structure of your memories without getting complicated. Okay, so that, that's the first thing. Okay, I want to stop there because I want to say a second really important thing, but I want to make sure this first one makes sense. Okay. Am I making sense so far? You certainly are. Okay. So now I'm going to come at this from two different directions. First, I want to talk about privacy for a minute. So um, let's suppose that you make most of your money off advertising, like Google does, right? Mm -hmm. Most of your money means over 90%. No matter what else they sell and do, which are big businesses, 90-plus percent of their revenue comes from advertising. So if I'm in the business of selling advertising, um, and I want the thing I want is to be able to help advertisers target their ads, like that's why people go to Google. They reach people and the money you spend goes to people who are really interested in what you're selling. Yep. So if I said to you, hey, you can only have one thing. You get to pick it. But what's the one thing that would give you more information about me and every other person in the world than any other information source you can get? And there's a single answer. And the word is photographs. Yeah. If you give me your photographs, I'll know whether or not you're married, whether or not you have children, what you like to eat, what you like to wear, where you live, what kind of furniture you have, what vacations you go on, what car you have. I mean, there's nothing about you I won't know. And here's the thing. Google doesn't have to give your photos to anybody. Although when you read the terms of service, they make it clear that once you put your photos into their system, they're theirs. They're still yours, but they're theirs too. They don't have to give your photos to anybody. They just have to figure out all that stuff about you, and then they can grow their advertising business. Yep. So I wonder why Google Photos does all that work in photos. So 
Um, so one thing I'll say is that if you're looking for a solution which doesn't depend on putting your pictures in the cloud and still allows you to have your pictures on all your devices, working them whenever you want, all that kind of stuff, uh, there's one man left standing. And his wow. name is Milio. Cool. So we give you three choices in that domain. The first is don't put any of your pictures in, your, in the cloud. That's me. I have two copies of my originals at home on disks. Now, by the way, let's say you have three or four terabytes of pictures. That's a lot, right? You, mm -hmm. can, go, you can go out and buy a Seagate five terabyte drive for, five, for $100. So what I do is I have uh, two of those drives at home and two of those drives at work, and then Milio keeps them in sync automatically. I used to spend a lot of time on backup, the number of minutes per month that I spend on backup is now zero. My wow. does it all for me. Okay, so that's, that's your first choice is don't put pictures in the cloud. It won't matter. You'll still have all the same benefits. Then we give you a second choice. If you say, but I want a copy of my pictures in the cloud, which some people do, we let you pick which cloud you go into. So like Apple will let you pick as long as it's Apple, and Google will let you pick as long as it's Google. Today we support Amazon and we support Google, and then over time we're going to add more. The reason we like Amazon is if you're a Prime member, you've got unlimited storage of all of your photos for free. Now, Amazon likes to advertise also. They want to know what, what they can get you to buy, but it still doesn't matter. Free is a good offer. And then we offer a third choice that nobody else does. Put all your pictures in the cloud, and we'll encrypt them for you. Yeah. Now they're in the cloud. I will say if you do that, they're no longer free because they don't look like photographs to Amazon. But they're mm -hmm. in the cloud and they're protected in the cloud and you don't and you don't have to worry about Amazon or Google looking at them. Okay, so that's that's a point I don't wanna I, I really don't believe people should buy Milio just because we can encrypt your pictures in the cloud, but it's kind of a cool thing we do. It actually is pretty cool because I mean there's been like movie stars and other people. I know there's there's people that are concerned about other people getting access to their videos and stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think it's a wonderful feature. Yeah, absolutely. But I really say, uh, like I have, a, I know this guy who's a lawyer here in Seattle and he has eight terabytes of photos. He just, he's not a hobbyist. Yeah. He's a grandfather. And so he has pictures of his kids. Now he has pictures of his grandkids and he's a pretty successful lawyer. So he and his, his wife is a lawyer too. So, you know, they're not really hurting for money. And they travel a lot. And when they travel, guess what they do? They take pictures. And, you know, if you go to any tourist site, like we went to the Pike Place Market in Seattle this weekend, or if you go to the Statue of Liberty or, you know, the Golden Gate Bridge, if you look around, you're going to see a lot of people with cameras. You just will. And they're all consumer cameras. None of them are professional cameras. And so here's my next point. Like, why would you use Milio? So a lot of those people... So when you take a picture with a camera, what do you do with it? You don't throw it out. You want to put it somewhere, probably on a computer. There's a lot of overlap between people who have cameras and people who have computers. But where do you put it in a computer? You put it in the file system. So a lot of those people love folders. Now, here's another example of somebody who loves folders. So, okay, I'm going to give you two examples. One is I'm a small business, and I want to promote myself. So... You know, I make jewelry. I want pictures of all my jewelry. I'm a restaurant, and I have special menus. Um, you know, I'm a woodworker, and I want to show pictures of the furniture that I make. 
And if you're in a small business, everything is a project and every project is a folder. So you, you live and die off the folder system on your Mac or your, uh, your PC. That's one reason Dropbox is so big because they support all those folders. So now here's another reason you might want folders is, um, so I know a guy who collected photo albums from his extended family, you know, those books with lots of pictures in them. Mm -hmm. And then he paid to have them scanned. There's a lot of companies that do that scanning for you. You send them the photo album, they take the pictures out, they scan them, and they put them back in the album right where they were. So if you have a stack of photo albums about, uh, let's say, a foot tall, it's like about the most you can carry because they're heavy, that's about 10,000 photos right there. So in his case, he scanned all of the albums that he had collected from himself, his brothers, his cousins, and so on, and he ended up with 75,000 photos, none of which are these. Like, this is a fairly common thing, right? And a certain age group, which is, you know, still a very relevant age group. How the hell are you going to organize all those pictures? Well, you're going to start by putting them into folders. Like, here's the folder from that, you know, birthday party we had for my when my grandmother turned 70. Here's the trip we went to Scotland. Here are the pictures from summer camp. And it used to be that there were a lot of choices. Like, we get what I call refugees coming to Milio. They'll say, well, I used to use Picasso. Remember Picasso? Yeah. It was a great product until Google discontinued it. <laughs> or the other one I hear about, I used to use iPhoto until Apple discontinued it. Or Aperture, that's another one that Apple discontinued. Microsoft had a couple that they discontinued as well. So everybody's gone in the direction of they assume you either have no, you don't want to spend any time in your photos or you're stupid, or maybe both, I don't know. And so they give you these oversimplified products, which if you really don't want to spend any time in your photos are great, but what about if you do? So that's where Milio comes in. It's powerful, it's simple, and it runs everywhere. So uh, let me give you an example of what this running everywhere means. So for example, um, we had a bunch of family visiting this weekend. So I was kind of the photographer, but you know, mostly I was having fun. And, so I took about 300 pictures. Now I'm also going to tell you that these days, that the, if you have kids under 15, the mother at the birthday party or the father at the birthday party who takes pictures, even on their phone, on average will take 1,200 pictures. Think wow. about that, 1,200 pictures. Once upon a time when we used to take pictures on film, the average person took 5,000 pictures in their whole life. Now that mother wants to capture the moment when the candles are blown out, you know, all the girls are laughing, the boys are throwing things at each other. I mean, that's the difference between boys and girls. And so snap, 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 even if they don't have a camera and the count goes up, if there's a camera there as well. So now, now what ends up happening is I take all these pictures and I load them into my computer. I could load them into my iPad. Let's just say I load them into my computer. And so I have a camera and a phone, and they all come together. And then a little bit later, I'm sitting in the backyard, and I don't want, don't have my computer with me, but I have my iPad with me. Okay, so now let me give you a different example so you see how this comes together. We went to Mexico a couple of years ago, and I took a lot of pictures. And then on the third day, I started importing all my pictures into my notebook computer. 
And then when any two Mylio devices see each other, they exchange information. And that's true across the internet as well. The problem is that the internet's often slow. So all the pictures I took didn't, didn't finish getting home until I got home. It took four days. All those pictures got onto my iPad in four minutes. Four, nice. four minutes later, I was able to sit by the pool organizing pictures. Or the pictures I took at the birthday party, we had a break. Or on the week, the, at the gathering this weekend, we had a break and I'm sitting in the backyard and I started organizing them. And Milio is really fast because everything's local. And so yesterday evening, I was able to do the slideshow showing everybody all the pictures I took over the weekend. Because whatever's on one device is in all the other devices, and you can do everything locally. Am I making sense or am I just confusing you? Sure, I'm making sense. I mean, I'm just letting you just run with it. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, do you guys have a lot of professional uh, users, or is it really just for that mainstream like you were talking about, that main core of just the uh, normal, everyday user? Well, here, you know, here it is. Um, we do have some professional users. We have one guy named Dan Cox, a good friend of mine, uh, who has over a million pictures in Mylio. Wow. In fact, he has 1.2 million pictures in Mylio. Mm -hmm. Now, let me tell you why we don't have a lot of professional users. Professional users want really high-end features. That's what Adobe goes after. So if you know what a mask is, if you know what a curve is, if you know what a gradient filter is, if you know what hierarchical keywords are, you're not going to use Mylio because we don't do all those things. But if you're uh, the plumber in Holland who is signed up to, to our most advanced subscription plan, he and his wife take pictures. He has an Android phone and his wife has an Apple phone. And he's given up and trying to convince her to switch, right? I mean, it's uh, he wants to stay married. And what do they take pictures of? They take pictures of their kids and they travel. No cameras. He signed up to the $250 Milio plan, and I couldn't believe it. And I said, Roy, why did you do that? He said, well, you make it so easy for me to organize my memories the way I want. And we take about 10,000 pictures a year, so we can keep up with them, and we can share all of our pictures with each other. And we have between us seven devices. And, you know, So if you have more than five devices, you have to go to the max plan. He said, David, it's $25 a month. I can't go to the movies for that. It's such a good deal. So that kind of user, if I said to him, but Roy, don't you miss having um, sophisticated masking and noise reduction? He would say, what's that? Now, in the case of Dan Cox, the reason he uses it, he'll also tell you, um, there's no way he's going to put his million photos in the cloud. He'd never get done. Yeah. Across the cloud. But the other thing is Milio, you know, computer people talk about scaling. We're really fast, and we can actually handle a million photos. Wow. So now why the million isn't so important, but it is surprising. If you think about the average person taking 1,200 pictures at a birthday party, mm -hmm. the number of people who have tens and hundreds of thousands of people is growing every day, and there are a lot of them. So we're after the mainstream. We're after the plumber. We're after the art historian who's... Uh, write blog posts about us all the time, and it's about 100,000 pictures. We're after people. I mean, the, the thing that started me on Milio is nobody understands how human memory works. And as we get older, the challenge of being able to keep up with all of our memories gets harder and harder, and I wanted to help solve that problem. So that's the problem we want to solve.
you know, not, not the problem of how to make the wedding photographer more productive, although I'm not opposed to that, not the problem of the portrait photographer who deals with complicated lightning, lighting and so on. You know, there's probably a million professional photographers in the world, something like that. And there are probably uh, one to two billion people that we'd like to reach who care enough about their memories that they want to have some degree of control over organizing them and want to be able to keep them private and have them with them all the time. Yep. The, the really cool thing about you guys' app is it's really uh, self-automated and works really well. You, When you first sign up, you go in and pick your plan, and then uh, it asks you where you want to uh, import photos for and where you want to store those photos. You can store them in the cloud. You can store them on an external hard drive. You can store them on your internal hard drive. It says, hey, where do you want to have this stuff? And I believe it works with Google Photos and uh, Amazon Photos, right? And so one thing that's really cool is it stores all the, of course, metadata, the XIFs, especially if you're like a photographer like me dealing with raw photos. Uh, that data is pretty important. Uh, but what's cool is it organizes it all. So I can I can search stuff really quickly and easily based upon dates. Uh, I can actually pull, uh, like I just pulled a, a file of people in the photos a certain time span so it shows me all the photos that have people's images in them which is really cool yeah. um, and uh our albums folders what's even cool is it's got a map that it takes and makes so you can look at like say for example if you would look online at a google map you can see the map there on the screen it shows little pieces of your images like i just recently went to uh we did photography and they had our sponsors at ces and so I loaded up the, the CES pictures we took. And it's really cool. I can look at the map and it shows all the different photos at the hotels that I was at. So there's one for the Hard Rock, for Herman Carden stuff in Kingston. And there's one where I'm at the main show at CES. And then, of course, you can, you can delve into that data and your times and everything else. But really cool to just kind of be able to identify and easily. I mean, just, I don't have to sit there and wait for a load of time. It's like, boom. Here's your stuff. We indexed it. It's ready to go. It's really easy, searchable. And I can create different tags. I can create different filters to take and find my data. And you're right. One of the problems I have as a photographer is I have stuff all over the place. And my kids are my, my dogs are my kids. So there's like 5 million photos. And it's a nightmare to go through all my photos to find my dogs that have since passed and try and get all their photos into their dog photo thing because it's just it's just everything spread out there's between phones between cameras between like micro sd cards between multiple phones because at&t sends us phones to review uh you know we have these photos just spread everywhere on across a million different devices and it really is nice where you can look at uh, your guys' software and it's compiled indexed and put in the proper places where i don't have to sit here and spend hours and hours and hours organizing it Right, so let me say two things about that. One is, uh, we do uh, geotagging, we also do face recognition. Mm. Here's a big difference between us and everybody else. We do it in your device. We do wow. face recognition in your phone, we do it on your computer, we do it on your iPad, wherever it happens to see the face first. So I have about 550,000 photos, but I have 1.6 million faces across all those photos. And over 1.5 million of them are tagged. And wow. it's very, very cool to look at pictures of 
my mother, who's now 95, and go back to when she was a little girl, and they're all there. So that's oh, wow. one thing we do. But now I want to try to explain something that's really uh, – okay, I want to say one other – okay, I'm going to do this in two steps. So you talked about your pictures are everywhere, and you want to organize them, right? Yep. And one of your challenges is never having enough time to do the organization. Yep. Right? So I um, – this is a case study. I can't tell you the person's name, but she was a pretty well-known uh, editor. And she also had collected pictures from her family and had them scanned. So she had 50,000 pictures, scanned pictures. And those pictures, when, I, when this story happened, it was three years ago, those pictures had been sitting on the disk in the computer in her study at home for three years. And every year she had a New Year's resolution to organize the pictures, but she traveled too much. And so three years later, she hadn't done any organization. You with me? Yep. Okay. So here's something Milio does. So how many pictures do you think you have? 100,000, 200,000, 500,000? Probably about 100,000. Okay. We're right there. So she had 50,000 of the scanned pictures and another 30 or 40,000 digital pictures. So of course we keep all the original safe. We've already talked about that, but we have this proprietary compressed format that nobody else has. It's our own. So we can take a raw image, let's say from a Sony uh, A7R3, which is a cool pro camera, but it's also a great consumer camera. It's 40 megabytes as a raw image. That's a big picture, right? Mm -hmm. We, When we're finished compressing it, which it's invisible to you that we're doing this, that image is under one megabyte. So you're, if you buy uh, a 512-gig phone or a 512-gig tablet, you can have your entire library, all 100,000 pictures with you on your phone or tablet, and it will take up less than a quarter of the space that you have on the tablet. That's the first thing. All right. your pictures with you all the time. Here's where it gets magical. Those pictures are indistinguishable from the original on a retina class display. Wow. You cannot tell that you don't have the originals with you. Okay, wow. but it's better. They're editable. There's nothing you can do with those pictures on the big computer that you can't also do on the phone or the tablet, even though you don't have the originals there. So here's this woman, and... Uh, she had just, she bought this iPad mini because it's small and all 50,000 pictures fit on and she still had over half the space left on the iPad mini for videos or documents or games or whatever she wanted to put on. And I saw her a year later and she started crying. She said, David, I've organized half the pictures. And I said, how did you do that? I'm having to stop myself from saying her name. She said, on airplanes, in buses, in taxi cabs, waiting for the dentist. I just had everything with me all the time. She said, I actually bought a second tablet and the pictures are on my phone and it doesn't matter where I start, whatever I do, when I pick up on the next device, the changes are all there and I'm almost, I'm going to get done organizing the pictures this year because I don't have to do it in that office at home. That's pretty awesome. Like how cool would that be for you? It would be awesome because uh, organizing is a nightmare. I have to go through them and they're like events so we have with sponsors and we're you know, we could do like CS and we're sponsors. And also we hang out with friends and I don't want those photos mixed up. Uh, 
like I say, AT&T sends us phones. So there's like four or five phones that I'm testing at any given moment. Uh, and I, you know, I'll take pictures of my dog on this phone, take pictures of my dog at this phone. After my, uh, a couple of my dogs have passed, I've tried to shortly after their passing, try and compile all their photos so I can, you know, make sure they're real secure and stored in a location that I know, uh, they can't be lost from and trying to pull them all is just a nightmare. I mean, there's sometimes up to a year where I found a Microsoft or a, uh, MSD card and, uh, or MS card and, 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 uh, and, and, and gone, holy crap, there's photos of my dogs on here that I had no idea. So um, being able to pull that all into one place and have it searchable and saveable and secure, uh, it's really important to me. So yeah. that would be awesome, yeah. You need Molly, okay, now I wanna tell you this one last thing. So this is a new thing. Everything I've told you so far, we've had for a long time. And I mean, we're now that we're coming out and letting people know about it, we hope people will discover Milio and discover how I think it's cool, but I'm kind of biased. But so if you're like me, you know, clearly you travel a lot. You have animals and kids and you take a lot of pictures. And so I'm guessing every time you take a bunch of pictures on a trip or at a birthday party or the dogs are doing something or other, you know, they all, they each go into a folder, right? So you have mm -hmm. this folder structure like me with like probably hundreds, if not thousands of folders. And if you wanted to find the pictures from that ski trip you took three years ago, I don't know if you ski or not, you probably could find it, but you might take a few wrong turns down the folder tree in the process of doing it. So you probably have a lot of pictures that are there. You haven't lost them. Milio's protecting them. They're on all your devices, but you just don't show them very often. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Okay. So now picture, this is a new feature, and it's a colleague of the file system. It's a friend of the folders. It's not a replacement for them, although some people use it that way. And it's called the life calendar. So I wish I could show you this. Like if this was live, the number one thing I would show you is the life calendar. So I'm going to say, first of all, uh, like everybody has some kind of a calendar view. You know, Apple has this one view where if you back out to the level of a year, they'll take all the pictures you took into a year and compress them down really small so they all fit into a view of the year. Like you can't tell which picture is which. It's kind of interesting that they can do that. Our calendar looks like a calendar. Okay, so it sounds like a small thing, but it's unique in one way. So it has a month view, which shows you the days of the month. And then it has a year view, which shows you the months of the year. And then like no other calendar, it has a decade view. Why the, why the hell would I need a decade view? Because when I start scrolling back in my life calendar, I get back to when my father died, I get back to when I was born, and then you keep going back. But David, you're not that old. I get back to when my mother was born. Okay, but here's where it gets really interesting. So we connect the calendar to two things. We connect it to your real calendar, Outlook or GCal or iCal, and we pull in all the events automatically. Wow. So if you went on a ski trip to Tahoe three years ago, you look in the Milio Life calendar and suddenly the ski trip is there. And when you tap on the event, the pictures from the ski trip show up. Wow. That's awesome. Now, but here's the one that's even more interesting. So what I'm doing now is I'm going through my folders, the thousands of them, and as I get to each folder, I spend like two minutes making sure I really want to do this. I flip a single toggle, 
and that folder shows up in the calendar. Wow. So now when I, if you ask me when was the first time I went to Africa, I can look back in the calendar. The title picture from Africa actually shows up, but so does the event. And when I tap in that event, I go into that folder. Wow, that's it's awesome. It's a way of bringing your folder system back to life, and the folders are still there. Mm -hmm. And so I noticed, too, that it can, like, if it copies something to where I want all my photos stored, it will automatically delete the original file, and, and the files are moved to uh, the place that I need them moved to for my storage. That's pretty cool. So it saves yeah. you all the time. You know, my, my biggest problem I have is like if I do an event, we use the phones a lot nowadays. Yes. So we got to pull the micro SD or the uh, uh, the card out of the phone, put it into the uh, storage unit, copy it over. Yeah, wait for that thing. Then we got to put the thing back. And there's a lot of time wasted moving photos around. Editing is just a nightmare. Um, I mean, I've got <laughs> I've got two hard drives of, of uh, stuff that just, uh, still need editing and putting this here and putting that there and I'm of course manually doing it and the time that I'm wasting in and the fact that it's not getting done for years now uh, just is a testament to the fact that I need a service kind of like what you guys are doing. Yeah, you need Milio. There's no question about it. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. So what else do we need to know about uh, you guys, what you guys do? You know, I think you've got the picture. The one thing I'll add is, so today we're about photos and videos and memories. So today we also do PDFs. That's how that trip report got in there. Yeah, I noticed you guys have got documents now and uh, other stuff that people can do in there. Yeah, and then in the spring we're going to uh, have support for uh, Word documents, Excel documents, and PowerPoints, and text files. So that's for most people, that's all the kinds of documents they could need. Now you can have everything in one place. You don't need Dropbox for your documents and something else for your photos and something else for your notes. It's all in one place. Now, here, here's an interesting little story about um, how that works. You know, it goes with the other story. So I'm in Istanbul, and I tend to turn data off on my phone because it's so expensive using data abroad. And I have this Sony camera. I love Sony cameras, but, you know, I, I've shot other cameras too. And the focus switch for this particular camera is in the front, but I didn't know that. So I bumped it, and all of a sudden... Autofocus is turned off. Like, what am I going to do? I'm in one of the prime places I wanted to go, and every picture is blurry, and I'm not going to start doing manual focusing. What am I going to do? Well, it turns out that uh, all of my manuals are in Milio, and I have my phone with me. That's all I have is my phone. Mm -hmm. so I go into Milio, and I, you know, Sony has this magical system for naming cameras. They have the stupidest, okay, I'm going to get into trouble. I think they have the stupidest <laughs> names in the world, although maybe other camera manufacturers are just as bad. So this particular camera, which I love, is called an RX-10. I mean, doesn't that get you all warm and tingly, RX-10? So I look in the camera, and it says it's an RX-10. I go to Milio, and I type in RX-10. Remember, I have no data connection. Now, this search takes, I'm going to get technical for a minute, 497 milliseconds. That's less than half a second. You can't time it. Wow. In RX-10, and the manual for the camera pops up on the screen, and I go in and read the manual and figure out how to fix it in three minutes, all of which is reading time, and I'm happy. That's awesome. So if That's I'm awesome. sitting beside you on a plane and you say, 
can you ever do presentations about Milio or about some other topic? Yes, and they're all, if I'm the guy, I'm a real estate agent, you want to know all the houses I'm showing, all those pictures, but also all the data sheets, all the descriptions, they're all with me all the time, organized the way that I want, and it doesn't matter if I have an internet connection or not. So that's where we're going, is all your memories, everything, everything, everywhere, all the time, protected. That is awesome. And protecting those memories is so important. I've had two hard drives fail on me. Uh, and uh, and I, I, I'm not sure if we're going to get the photos back, but they're of my past dogs. So the photos are pretty finite in their ability to ever be replaced. Uh, and uh, I can't stress enough to people backing up your photos, having multiple backups, having regular backups. And this is what's great about you guys. It automatically does it for you. So you don't have to sit and think about all the copying and 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 stuff um can you do you, will it automatically do multiple backups where it says yeah, different yeah. locations wow that is awesome you decide how many you can have as many yeah. as you want so like in my case i decided i want uh so the, the old rule of thumb used to be three three two you should have three copies of every document and picture wow. on three different disk drives in two locations now, one location could be the cloud, but remember, I don't trust the cloud. So I have all my pictures on two disks at home and two disks at the office. Okay, now all you have to do is set that up one time, and then you can forget about it whenever you take pictures. So we call the places where the originals are a vault. It's just a designation. Miley will automatically say, wait, a new original. I have to get it to all four vaults. Oh, a new original. I have to get it to all four vaults. And you just don't think about it anymore. That's nice. Last year, I've had five drives fail. Wow. And I never think about it. I replace the drive. It takes Milio a while to repopulate it. I don't think about that either. So I, I have that complete protection. And the best part is I just don't have to think about it. I have the peace of mind both of having the protection and of not having to remember to do this tedious task. Yep. So if you're if you're trying to save your photos and do it in an efficient way between all the different devices you have, or if you're trying to just back stuff up and get it organized, uh, I mean, I've I've spent probably I don't know hundreds of hours trying to organize my photo thing, and it, there's probably hundreds of hours left if I don't do something about it. David, tell us where they can find you guys on the internet and get signed up to check at your service. Okay, so it's uh, Milio www.milio.com. So, okay, if you start on a, on a Mac or a PC, you go there and you download. If you want to learn about the product, you start there and you read about it. If you want to get the product on your phone, uh, you go to either the Apple App Store or the Android Google Play Store. I mean, what a surprise. Um, yeah, that's where you find us. Nice. That's awesome. Well, we really appreciate you taking some time to spend with us here, David. Thank you very much. We really appreciate it. And uh, those of you who are listening in the show, be sure to go to their website, check it out, and all that good stuff. We certainly appreciate you guys. Can I say one, one last thing? Go ahead. Sure. Um, so we just did this deal I talked about with Seagate. And so we have a free version of the product, which is up to 25,000 pictures and up to three devices. Uh, which for a lot of people is all they need. And then we have two paid plans, a $100 plan, which is up to 100,000 pictures and up to five devices, and then an unlimited plan that we call Max. That's $250. You can have a million pictures. You can have 20 devices. But now there's a new plan. If you need a disk 
if you go out and buy one of the new Seagate discs that they announced at CES, when you register the disc, there is a plan called Milio Create, uh, which allows you to get all the features, including raw editing, 50,000 pictures and four devices, and the first year is free. So that we used to have that as a formal plan. It's basically a $50 value, which you get for the price of the disc. That is awesome. That is awesome. Okay. See, it's got these new backup drives that are pretty cool that people yeah. like from CS. And, uh, and uh, yeah, that, that's that. technically they're saving a lot of money doing that, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty good deal. I like that deal. That sounds awesome. So be sure to check it out, guys. Go to the website. Be sure to give us a like. Subscribe to us on YouTube.com. Chris Voss. Hit that bell notification button. Be sure to refer the shows to all your friends, neighbors, relatives, all that good stuff. If you're a big fan of our flagship, the Chris Voss Show podcast, be sure to see the new podcast we have on ChrisBossPodcastNetwork.com, the CVPN. You can see seven different podcasts that are over there. We have uh, all sorts of different silos for gaming, uh, politics. We have uh, spatial computing, just everything you can probably think of under the sun, book authors. Uh, we've had a lot of great book authors, of course, in the Chris Voss Show. If you just want to listen to nothing but book authors, you can do that over there on the, uh, I think it's the bookauthorpodcast.com, but you can see it on the CVPN. We certainly appreciate our audience for tuning in today, and we look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks for tuning in. See you then.